You are listening to Destiny Pizzas. Today is Wednesday, January 15, 2020, week 319. I'm Drew Patel. I'm Mike Steska. And this is Destiny Pizza. Let's get into We've Eat Reviewed. Let's do it. Uh, I saw Uncut Gems. Well, I saw it a couple weeks ago, but I forgot yeah. that I saw it. So I'll talk about it now, I guess. Uh, it's that Adam Sandler movie where he's like this jewel- jewelry salesman yeah. in New York. Lakeith Stanfield is in this. Yes. Kevin Garnett is in, in this. Adina Menzel is in this. Mm-hmm. She's Adam Sandler's wife in the movie. So basically, he's like this uh, jewelry dealer, but he's like also like a gambling ad- addicting to gambling. And he's just like, he just lives on the edge. Like, he's very successful, but he's like, he's always taking money from one place and gambling on something else. And he's just like, like frantically pump. Like, he, he'll, he'll take something as collateral, then pawn it to get money and then try to make money off that money. And he's basically in trouble with all these guys. He's like stealing their money. But he's yeah. like a Bernie Madoff esque type where he's just like, spinning all this money around trying to make more money and then like even when he gets money from what he's doing he just wants to make he's so addicted to gambling and he's like yeah. okay we got to bet it all on this so uh yeah adam sandler's great in this movie i like adam is this sandler, the return of adam sandler would you say i feel like he's I always like there he it's just a good movie since funny people so i'm just kidding um, <laughs> i feel like he's always been been there like i like him in merowitz stories like when he's actually oh, yeah. acting he just doesn't well, like to act dramatic. all the time yeah, like when he's like even this, there's some comedy in this because it's just like because he makes a Furby kind of a funny character. Um, but yeah, it's like a really like uh, it's really like a stressful movie because it's like the whole time it's like it just like I've never been to New York, but it feels like a chaotic. New York's like, pretty crazy. Yeah, it feels like New York because a movie a lot of the time there's like three or four people talking at the same exact time, and there's just a lot of frantic stuff going on. And it's very, it's very like a stressful watch because you're like inside that you're like with this character and you're like, this guy's like a, a scumbag, but because he's like Adam Sandler, you like him. Mm-hmm. You're like, you're like, if a different actor was this, you may not like him as much, but you're like, oh, I like Adam Sandler, but you're like, this guy's like crazy. What's he doing? Um, and then, but yeah, it's like a really frantic movie where you're always like feel on the edge because you're like, he's like one person. He's always like like one step away from like losing everything because he's like has no money and he's gambling stuff on this and then he's always in like in a pinch where people are after him it's a it's a crazy movie yeah uh i'd probably give it a seven out of eight Ooh, very very enjoyable very frantic but uh yeah it's a it's an interesting watch you're either in on it or you're not because it's like very frantic movie uh and then i saw 1917 mm-hmm which is that World War One movie, where it's a it's essentially like a one shot movie, yeah. where they're just following the guys around, and you're like, there's not not many cuts or whatever, and the, a lot of them are like probably movie magic that I don't even know that they're cuts. It doesn't look like there are any, but I'm sure there's got to be some somewhere. Um, but yeah, really really good movie. This is another tense movie because it's the essential plot is they have to get from like point A to point B and survive. And survive and like get relay a message to some troops to say yeah. to call off a ba- uh, a battle because they're gonna like they're it's gonna a be, trap basically. Yeah. Um, so it's like 
like the score on this movie too they're just like pumping you with like you're, you just always feel tense because you're like they should have done this the opposite perspective and had the main character be hitler <laughs> could have done that yeah because he was a like german side in world war one yeah so it makes sense that would have been interesting oh if they did that <laughs> You're like, well, like I don't know how I feel about you this. Know I didn't know like, what uh, this movie. Flags was. of Our Fathers and um, yeah, that one. Well, those two movies, and they're like the same movie, True. From different perspectives. You could do that. Yeah. What if they? What if the guy? What if they just like ran into Hitler while they were there? That'd be crazy. Apparently, someone saw him and had to change. Wasn't that like a, some weird story? Yeah, yeah where they're like, they oh, did. we ran into it and said, "Hey, Hitler!" Like, it just sounds like a made-up story, yeah, though. It was, uh, seems like it. Um, but yeah, it's, it's a really good movie, though. It was very interesting, and like it's crazy because like every like you got the main two guys, and then like every other guy who comes. Oh, they're all like there's a lot of big cameos in it. You're like, oh, that guy's in this. Oh, that guy's in this. Um, but yeah, you really feel like that trench warfare. Like you don't see because there's not many World War One movies that I've no. seen. So it's like it's all about like the trench warfare. So it's like and like they obviously have like less technology and stuff. So it's like. They like start in the trenches and they have to go like they they're getting intel that like oh you'll be okay crossing this because they got to tr- cross from one trench to the other yeah. trench and they're like oh no they're gone but it's like they're not but it's like um you just don't know for sure because they're like oh two two days ago they were fighting and like no one believes and it just like uh to see that ground level very interesting and like just seeing the like it's interesting always seeing like a war movie because all these you know all these people aren't like they wouldn't be soldiers unless this war was happening like there's like a lot of different characters in that you're like none of these guys would like be soldiers they're only soldiers because of the war so it's like oh you could see these guys like it's just like some of the performances in the movie are just like pretty crazy because you just start thinking about like oh if you were in that war or whatever yeah you're just like it's nuts uh, but yeah, I love this movie. I give it an 8 out of 8. Very worthwhile watch. Should I do my next one? I'll do mine. Alright. I watched a movie called Plus One. Um, are you familiar with this movie, Mike? No, what is this one? Uh, let me find out who's in it. It's a girl from Pen15. Mm-hmm. Her name is... It came out uh, this year. It was on Hulu. 2020? 2019, sorry. Okay. It's still 2019 in my head until we do this, <laughs> the discussion. Um, it's about these two friends who have to go to a lot of weddings. They're in their late 20s. Longtime friends, Maya Erskine as Alice and Jack Quaid as Ben. Not sure if he's related to, he is, he's the son of Dennis Quaid and Meg Ryan. He was in the Hunger Games. He had a minor role. And he was Huey in The Boys. Okay, he's the main character, right? Sure. <laughs> oh, wait, you didn't watch The Boys. No. Um, so they're longtime friends. They decide to go to all these weddings together as each other's plus ones. And... It's like Wedding Crashers? Yeah. But you know what's going to happen. They end up falling in love. Yeah. The thing is, that happens halfway into the movie. Mm. And you're like, what (laughs) What happens in the other half? (laughs) It's very good. Mm. I highly recommend this. Interesting. Oh, it it went to theaters, but 
It went on Hulu on August 6th. Mm. Um, yeah, I really dug this movie because it was an unconventional rom-com. Because it's kind of like one of those rom-coms where you're like, well, what happens after? Yeah. And this kind of shows you. And she plays like, uh, his dad is Ed Begley Jr. And he's getting married for a third time and asks him, like, asks Ben to be his best man. And he has troubles with that. And the girl, her parents are Japanese and hate each other. But, like, her younger sister is getting married. And she's like, how do you think I feel like I'm supposed to be? Oh, and she's coming off of a breakup. So it was really enjoyable. Mm. I really enjoy this. I give this 8 out of 8. Hit a little too close to home, but (laughs) that's my own issue. Mm -hmm. What's the last movie you watched, Mike? I watched QT8, the first eight, which is the documentary about Quentin Tarantino's first eight movies. Yeah. Which is everything besides um, Once Upon a Time. Yeah. But they do mention it because it came out last year. Yeah. So they were they were making that movie already. Uh-huh. Um, but yeah, it basically goes over his first eight movies and just like it basically splits it up into like it goes chronologically through, and then like yeah. kind of pairs them together because there's like they kind of group together some mm-hmm. of them. Um, Mainly Kill Bill Volume One and Two. Yeah, but scary? yeah, but they do like the female badass yeah. and like the the yeah. right history section or whatever. Yeah, because those are the clear waves that happened in his career exactly yeah so they're um it went chronologically through that so it was very interesting but like the weird thing is like the whole like harvey weinstein of it all is in there because this is like when all that stuff was happening when they're making this documentary so it's like it's like weaved in and out of the of the the documentary like i saw like the first 10 minutes of this documentary And I was like, oh, I liked how they showed, like, the little logos under their name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How for each, what um, movies they were in. Each actor has, yeah. like, certain logos. That was, that was kind of cool. But, yeah, oh. I was curious how they would handle the Weinstein thing. Yeah, so they, like, mention it a little, like, throughout the beginning and stuff. And then they, they have a whole section at the end <laughs> about it. I'm like, this is just, like, weird to watch. But it's, like, I guess it's, it's like, linked so much to it yeah. because he financed all of, like, those eight movies. So it's, like... Um, yeah, because Once Upon a Time is the first one he the first. didn't do, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So it's like they have to mention it, but it's also weird watching the documentary. Yeah. Um, but it's kind of like those things like, oh, we have to mention it because it's like we can't ignore this because it's it's a pretty big deal. It's kind of like that was a huge partnership. And now very, on both coasts. Very awkward. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that was an interesting wrinkle in it. But. uh, Yeah, it was interesting seeing uh, just seeing the the movies as he goes on and mm-hmm. interesting watch, um, but not like a mind blowing documentary. Um, so I'd probably give it like a, like a six out of eight. So enjoyable if you like his movies to go through, yeah, chronologically how they came out and little. And he wasn't in it either, so it's just like a bunch of actors. Yeah, like Zoe Bell and um, what's her name? Mm-hmm. A ton of people. Yeah, Samuel Jackson, like uh, Jamie Fox, uh, Michael Madsen, stuff, people like that. Tim Roth. Um, let's talk about TV. I watched Shit's Creek, uh, season six premiered mm. this week. First episode. Um, really good episode, but it's one of those situations for me where I binge watched yeah, the you're... first five seasons of it. Yeah. And now, now I'm like stuck in a, <laughs> in a place where it's like, do I let the show 
finish or do I watch it week to week? Because mm-hmm. it is hard to watch this show week to week for me because I'm like, oh, like you get like 22 minutes and then you're done with this. Yeah, you're so used to. <laughs> group of characters where I'm used to being able to decide when I'm done. Mm-hmm. So, kind of debating on what to do. I might just go back and watch the whole show. And then, <laughs> so at the beginning, by the time you... By the time I'm done, the next episode will be out, so I can decide what to do again. So this isn't like an all-at-once release, I guess? No, it's on... Pop! Pop! Which is the channel, well, 113, where mm. I live, Orange County. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what channel it is anywhere else. I think uh, DirecTV is universal. Channels? Numbers, isn't it? Maybe know. not. Maybe not. I thought it was, but not sure. Maybe. maybe not the local two through twenty or whatever. But I always thought the other channels were universal. I could be wrong. That'd be pretty cool. I don't know. I don't know why more people aren't doing that. <laughs> yeah, makes sense. Um. Yeah, there's that. Kim's Convenience came back this week. Yes, I totally forgot <laughs> about what was going on in that show. Luckily, yeah, uh, they were very quick to remind me. Yes. Like, this is what's happening. I'm like, oh. I'm like, there's a lot of storylines in this first episode. I'm like, sometimes they're like very standalone. Yeah. I'm like, this had a lot of continuations of like last and season. And like merging because there's a storyline with the parents and it kind of merges in with, um, what's her name's storyline? Janet. Mm-hmm. So. And then I'm like, when is that dude gonna leave? Because like, like, like he's doing Shang Chi, man. How does he? Yeah, have time? So but then like, again, it's only ten episodes. So I feel like he just filmed those episodes and then was out. Like, is he not in the whole season? Do we I know? Don't know? Do you think he goes away? I don't like, think do they think started filming Shang Chi yet. So I think he finished. Yeah. And he's like naturally ripped. Like he look. He, he, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. In it's the, not like it's not like Silicon Valley where like they had to give him baggy clothes, like Kumail baggy. Oh, clothes. is that what they did? I didn't even realize that. Because like, so you don't see his muscles. <laughs> did not realize that. That's funny. Yeah. In like in a Parks and Rec, they just made Chris Pratt. They're like, "Oh, I just stopped drinking beer." Yeah. They just made a joke about it. I mean, you have to when it's like. Yeah, when it's that, that dramatic, crazy. a dramatic a transformation. Like, you're like, you can't not mention this. Friends never did though. What's oh, like Matthew Perry <laughs> yeah. going like? What is happening? <laughs> like, well, he's on the pills. He's off the pills. He's on the pills. He's off the pills. Yeah. But um, I think eating jacked is way different because you have to actually. Yeah. That can. I guess the only show that does make a big deal out of it is It's Always Sunny. Yeah, yeah, where it's part of the plot. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, Kim's Convenience, really good. I, I just wish more episodes of ones. Yeah, yeah. Like, after binge-watching it, my first experience, now week-to-week week is always like, what is happening? This yeah. is weird. And I think last season, I, like, fell off on the show like yeah I had, like six episodes left so i got to binge watch those six episodes oh yeah 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 now you're like, back into that and then i'm like back to episode to episode like, should and i do like, this yeah yeah um mike i started watching avatar last airbender how's I'm, that i'm digging it does it i like it live up to the hype that everyone I think it says does. it's like the best show ever it's really good i think binge watching helps too because yeah. like there's a lot of like like i guess filler or like random episodes where it's like binge watching it you're like oh i get this storyline like you get more mm-hmm. every now and then they'll touch upon things and like yeah it's very very interesting and there's only like uh i think brian was telling me that there's like 80 but it looked like there's only like 60 or something episodes there's only like three seasons i think maybe it was four i don't know i think it's only three seasons four seasons is it four oh, okay that is 80 then 
Nope. Three seasons. Oh, three seasons. See? 61 episodes. There's only 61 episodes. I was like, that's not that long, really, because they're all 20 minutes. Well, that's really not that long in, like, comparing it to a lot of TV shows. I thought that would show would have gone on longer. But, uh, yeah, so I think I'm going to be able to crank this whole thing out. I don't know. What, what was that special? I didn't know what that special was, though. No clue. Weird. But yeah, Dig an Avatar. I think it lives up to people's hype. Mm. Yeah, I'll see it. Now I'm more interested by the Netflix show they're going to do. Yeah. On it. You ever watch The Dragon Prince? Is that on your to-do list now? I watched, like, first... I couldn't get into the animation style. I watched, like, the first five minutes of it. And I was like, I can't... I'm not meshing with this animation style. I don't know why. Oh, it's an online game. Meant oh. to explain the events between book two and book three. Oh. Well, I'm still on book two, I guess. I guess there must be a time jump, son. I don't know. Don't spoil it for I still don't really know. I don't know how the show ends. Or he finds Dang. out he's not the last Airbender. I'm not the last Airbender. Um, discussion. Ready, Mike? I'm ready. Are how, go? how are we doing? Nineteen. This? I say my nineteenth. You say your nineteenth, or whichever order. Okay, we can do that. And we go all the way to one. All right. You want to go first, or should I'll I go first? Uh, my nineteen is fighting with my family. Ah, uh, see, I didn't watch that movie, so yeah, I so lucked out, couldn't rank it. But it had a uh, Florence Pugh. Yeah, she had a big year last who year. Is in one of my movies. Mm. I think I know which one. One I didn't watch. <laughs> <laughs> uh, my number nineteen is a little documentary called Horror Noir. Mm. I forgot it came out this year, mm. and it's about um, African Americans' roles in oh, horror yeah. movies. Yeah, I wanted to watch that. Yeah. I need to watch that still. Um, and then I got uh, 18 Booksmart. It's ah. my 18th movie. My 18th movie is Happy Death Day to You. Oh, yeah. That was that was close, and then I kept watching more movies. Like, that yeah. was going to be there. I mean, I, it, this movie, to me, was a fresh take. It's like a great sequel. Yeah. And also completely different genre from the first. Yeah. So... I really loved it. No, that was it, it, and, what, that was in my top twenty when we were going to do yeah. twenty, and then before I watched a couple of movies, so I was like, "Oh, that's in here." Ah, I, I mean, there's also a ton of movies I didn't watch this year. So, yeah, yeah, obviously, and you like, will see that when Mike is like, <laughs> when he goes to his top five. I will be shocked if any of our top. Well, no, that's not true. Yeah, maybe not. I top feel like 10. a lot of our top ten will we'll have similar, not of everything, but like if there's not crossover, I'll be surprised. Yeah. Um, but my what are we on seventeen? Apollo eleven, the documentary. Another documentary. So you know, I didn't watch that one. Yeah, that CNN documentary. Yeah, it was. It's pretty incredible because there's just no voiceover. Mm-hmm. It's like I watched it in a theater too. It was just like incredible to watch the documentary where they're not explaining anything. It's just footage, news footage, 
and like uh, just footage inside the the command center and the the ship and everything. And it's just like I don't think I've seen a documentary like that where they don't they're not saying. And then we went to the moon. Like they're not commenting on it. There's not interviews. Just literally footage from that time. It's like pretty incredible. Watch. I'm telling you that one. Remember, I had an idea when that came out. Mm-hmm. Like that stage production. Yeah. Where it'd be the two hours before a liftoff mm-hmm. of Apollo 11. Yeah. Exactly how it happened. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think like, that'd be incredible. Like time, like exact. Yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. Uh, it'd be such an incredible experience. That's but like I, as close as you're going to get the documentary, basically. Yeah. It's kind of like that. Like you feel like you're waiting for it to happen. And then it's mm-hmm. like, it obviously continues throughout the launch and stuff. But like, that's essentially like what it is. It's like, you like you feel like jumped into that time That's period. Awesome. It's it's pretty cool. Uh, my number seventeen, Captain Marvel. Ah. So also I'll... involves space. Yes, and a first. Yes, first female female Marvel Marvel movie superhero. Uh, what are we on sixteen? Yes, sixteen. My sixteen is Captain Marvel. Oh, there you go. Also, right there. I think one of the best Stan Lee cameos. Yeah. Great Stanley cameo. Doug, uh, great that one. cast, all around cast was yeah. phenomenal. Yeah, like Talos, amazing. Great de aging. Jude Law, it's good. Yeah, the Samuel L. Jackson de aging. That's like, that's impressive to do a whole movie of that. To me, that's still pretty. Cause and you, I think it was the first Marvel movie released. Well, besides Captain America, the first one, like out of order. This one was like the first movie set. Oh no. I guess not. But yeah, first movie set, like out of order. Yeah, first like prequel-ish. Yeah. Well, besides Captain America, I guess. Yeah, so I'm at Captain America. And it's kind of like the first where the actor, this is like the second time, like the first chronologically time you're seeing the character, but they filmed the, the end game scenes yeah. before this movie. So that was always a weird part of the movie because mm-hmm. you had to make the character match, but you were just discovering the character still. Yeah. So that's kind of an interesting, it's really uh, weird. in the long run of that character, it's going to be interesting to be like, what is that character now? Because t- also time has passed, so it's, there's like a lot of total differences. Like the first thing you film is Endgame, which is the present, but then you're doing playing the past version of the character. But the character also has amnesia, mm-hmm. and then they are the character. But now a lot of time has passed, so how much of that character have they changed since then? Like there's so many different ways you can play the character because of the time and the when you played them. It's like so weird. I don't know how you keep that in your head of like how to play I that mean, character. That just speaks volumes about the great acting Brie Larson does. Yeah. See able to <laughs> I'm interested to see what they do in the next movie she's in, how they yeah. handle that. Uh my next movie is one I saw this week, plus one. Ah, nice. Yeah. Really I fun. see commonalities of this it's like a lot of movies we both haven't seen the other yeah. one of. <laughs> um yeah. Uh my recommendation, Uncut Gems. Number fifteen. Number fifteen. Uncut Gems. Another movie I have not seen. Mm-hmm. But this one I know you have seen, The Lion King. Lion King, yeah. I feel like I'm, well, I'm going to screw up and be like, that movie was 2019. One of these. No, movies. it was. It was. I know that, one that, of the movies. That I'm one was for sure. Okay, we'll find out. Um, number 14, Mike. Uh, mine is Star Wars: Rise of Skywalker. Okay. Very, very enjoyable all around. Had some problems with it, but I still fun journey, fun, fun stuff. I like those characters. I liked. C-3PO got a big role. I like seeing all the characters together, too. And that's... Yeah. I got a lot out of that movie that I wanted. But it's just, like... 
that trilogy to me is still wonky, but I still, I still, enjoy, I had a fun time with that movie. Yeah, real fun time. Mine is Us. Ah, uh-huh. uh, Jordan Peele. I still haven't watched that. Follow up to Get Out. Mm-hmm. And man, it's spooky. That was early in the year too. Yeah, that's what I want a movie I wasn't sure about. Yeah, but it is. Uh, my next movie, Joker. Ah, oh, Joaquin, Joaquin Phoenix killed it for me. And for everyone, I mean, yeah, know. yeah, he's just like a mesmerizing to watch, and like, obviously, the overall message of that movie is uh, to be interpreted. But uh, I just can't, couldn't keep my eyes off uh, Joaquin Phoenix, and that role is just mesmerizing to me. Yeah. So I dug watching it. Mine is Aladdin. Aladdin, yes. I mean, the movie had an inside joke me and my niece had. <laughs> that's so crazy. That's the craziest that alone, thing. Craziest thing. Makes it worth it. Very fun. Uh, my next is Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Okay. Mine is the Florence Pig starring vehicle, Midsummer. Midsummer. I mean, I knew so little going into this movie. It was a fun ride. Mm. Slightly disturbing, but fun. Uh, my next movie, Toy Story 4. Interesting. Like, um, like me some Toy Story. Yeah, mine is Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Ah, go right there. Close. Yeah. Uh, my next one, A Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood. Another movie. Mr. Rogers. Somehow I missed it. Um, mine is Marriage Story. Adam ah. Driver and Scarlett Joe. Sure. Uh, my next one, John Wick Chapter 3, Parabellum. Another movie I've not seen. I'm curious if I need John to Wick. watch all your movies and yeah. see where they fall on my list. I'm sure some of them will get in there. Oh, yeah, I'm sure. Um, I'm not sure which ones exactly, but some of them. For mine sure. is Star Wars The Rise of Skywalker. Ah, here we go. They were like close on a lot of these, actually. Yeah. Uh, my next movie, Spider-Man Far From Home. Okay. Mine is Booksmart. Ooh, there you go. Uh, and then I got Marriage Story. Hmm. Interesting. Mine is Toy Story 4. Ooh. I got uh, Jojo Rabbit. Okay. Mine is Spider-Man Far From Home. Ah. Uh, and I got 1917. Yeah, movie I did not watch. <laughs> you didn't see that, yeah. I put The Farewell. Ah, nice. Uh, I got Knives Out. I got Jojo Rabbit. And then I got The Farewell. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I put... Is that number three? Yeah, that's number three. Avengers Endgame. Ah, nice. I'm curious now what your number two is. Parasite's my number two. Okay. Yeah. Mine is Knives Out. Ah. See, and then I got Endgame number one. And I put I Parasite could, number one. Yeah, I could see that. They were, they were, I just couldn't put... The fact that Endgame ended things, I was just... Yeah. That did it for me. But yeah, I could, you, I could see that. The, Parasite may have been my favorite movie. If it, I think... A lot of other factors went was, to Endgame. Yeah, it was just such a crazy... I think, like... I don't remember when Midsummer was in theaters, but I remember, like, that time when I saw the trailer, mm-hmm. and then the time between that and the time between seeing it was seeming like everyone was talking about it. It, like, became... For something that's like an original idea, foreign movie on top of that, to have so many people talking about it and being like, "Did you see the? Did you see Parasite? Did you see Parasite?" Mm-hmm. 
Like every time I talk to someone who like is slightly into movies, do you see Parasite? Yeah. It's like something it's very strange to me that like this transcended everything. Yeah. And it's, then it lives up to it once you see it. Yeah. And, and you're like, it shouldn't like, it shouldn't be good. Yeah, yeah I mean, like, it shouldn't be no as reason. good. reason it it should be like this crazy. And at the yeah. end of the day it's a movie about like class. Yeah. And survival and just oh my god it's so good yeah it's great yeah it's crazy yeah i think i yeah i mean like any other year would probably be there i think also factoring in is like there were a lot it was kind of a down year for me for like superhero stuff Mm -hmm. like and that and like really star wars i feel like for me like like comparatively Captain Marvel Far From Home like Game of Thrones and then like Star Wars were all disappointments were disappointments I mean they were fine like they just can't live it's up just to like it. Endgame was so much better to me like and you, mm-hmm. it was an ending and it stuck that landing and it's I was like it rised up it kind of rised it up was just so yeah it rised it up more but like that's Par- the other movie I watched today is we watched Endgame today yeah and it's like there's so still, many ways to screw it up it's just it, too so easy to screw it up in like in retrospect. Any expectations you had going into it, any theories, like it ignored all of them. Y- yeah, that's the impressive thing too. Where um, Star Wars kind of fell into those. Yeah, yeah, it's kind you of a, I mean? more like, predictable in a sense. Far from home, like really nothing really. I mean, yeah, Mysterio was cool. Crazy, Mysterio was cool, but like but it was just like a solid movie. Yeah. It's cool that you see like, oh, this is a universe that can't exist without Iron Man. Yeah. And the superhero feels the same way we do about Iron Man. Mm-hmm. Like I see him everywhere I go. But yeah. But yeah. Yeah, like Parasite was so good. Like it, it is almost one A, one B. Like it's mm-hmm. actually rose rose that level where like it's it's right pretty yeah. close to this year. To me, for sure, I put knives out higher also because it was knives out's great things. too. No, my top five is like like it's those really are my difficult. solid top five. Like your, I, wait, go over your top five again. I got um, let's see. So I got nineteen seventeen knives out, farewell, parasite, endgame. Yeah, that's so maybe even my top six. Jo- I want to throw Jojo Rabbit in there. Yeah, like that's those are like my six are probably above everything else a lot. I feel like, like this I could is exchange. one of the first years where. I'm not like, this movie doesn't deserve to be. Like, I mean, they haven't announced Best Picture yet. Yeah, a lot of these Oscar movies, I actually like a lot of them this year. Yeah. Like, we don't know them yet, I guess, but a lot of them, like, even Golden Globes. A lot Golden of the ones Globes. that are getting the buzz, I'm like, yeah, 100% Parasite deserves it. 100% Knives Out deserves it. Yeah. Jojo Rabbit's in Jojo there. Jojo Rabbit. The Irishman is, story, like, the Irishman, Irishman is, like, one of the only ones I'm, like, throwing out. I'm, that like, I'm like, I think they're just doing that because Martin Scorsese has a <laughs> legacy. Yeah. Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, that's another one that's getting... Yeah. Some Oscar stuff. I, I'd, I don't know. I wouldn't put it like. I, I just want more. I think from the movie. I wanted a little once upon a time. Yeah. Oh yeah, me too. But I, I, I understand it. It's the filmmaking aspect of it, at least. It's like, oh, it's Hollywood's golden. They all, and that's the problem. That's Hollywood the always loves Hollywood. And I'm like, oh, yeah. screw you guys. Like, and the Irishman loves. I mean, Hollywood loves the Irishman because it is Hollywood. Like, it's yeah. It's like. It's all the old actors from old, old older Hollywood. Like, like, what? You're going to turn your back on all these people that you used to love? Yeah, exactly. Um, So, yeah. Next week, most anticipated 20 of 2020. That's going to be a little bit harder. 
yeah, I'm interested to see what we, we choose in like the bottom half of the 20 because it's like, like off the top of my head, we couldn't name 20 movies. No. <laughs> like, I'm going to look them up and I'm going to like, what's that one about? Oh, that seems interesting. Or like, going to yeah. have to start looking up directors and being like, what, what, what who are they directed they this? Oh, okay. <laughs> what is this person up to Who's this, this year? Who's this and this? Oh, okay. Um, and I'm sure we're going to miss something. I know. That's going to be the fun stuff is looking I'm next sure year. Pick something that gets delayed to 2021. Yeah, that's also true. If we're going to pick, oh, this is coming out this year. It's like, no, it didn't, didn't no. come out. Oh. Um, on Netflix today, Big Fat Liar, Kien E. Hiero Mata, and Grace and Frankie Season 6. That is crazy that that show's still Season running. 6, man. Um, on Disney Plus today, America's National Parks Season 1, Continent 7, Antarctica Season 1, Dog Impossible Season 1, Marvel Superhero Adventures Shorts Season 2 to 3, Muppet Baby Show and Tell Shorts Season 1, Randy Cunningham, Ninth Grade Ninja, Season 1 and 2, The Lodge, Season 2, and Wild Russia, Season 1. Um, come back tomorrow for America's Sweetheart and This Week in Movies and Now. And Trailer Talk, thank you for listening. Goodbye. Goodbye. Thank you for listening to Destiny Pizzas. Until next week, grab a slice and enjoy. Goodbye.